I see. Oh, oh there's Scott. I hit, I hit a bunch of buttons. What's oh. up? Oh. <laughs> we had some technical difficulty. Not we, one person. And I'm going to tell you who it was. It was somebody who's not no, wearing a hat. It totally was. Uh, some, wait, sorry. Someone that was not wearing a hat. Someone that's was... not wearing a hat had no technical. No, somebody that was is wearing a hat had technical difficulties. <laughs> you effed up your shite. <laughs> nice and uh, hey, hey, uh, happy new year, pal. Yeah, happy new year, Mr. Robert, and everybody in the chat uh, who might only be Scott. What up, Scott? Happy new year to you, good sir. Um, yeah, so there's that. We're in 2022. Yeah. Um, if if we had to write dates down on things, how many times do you think you would screw it up? Like how how far into the year do do you think you would get before you finally go uh 2022? Well, see, it's funny because I was going to say if I was writing something out and you just did the the hand gesture of of writing things out. And so I think <laughs> when when you're typing it in, it, it you know, you press enter, the date automatically uh, populates when you're typing something like a letter or whatever. I got work, right? So, mm -hmm. but if I was handwriting stuff, I would definitely be writing 2021. It would take me about two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah. I was I was working on some of the thumbnails, and I think I put some of the dates on some of the thumbnails, and I had to stop for a second and go, I got to put 2022. So, um, I, I think I think I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how many. Keep an eye out for how many thumbnails. If we put the years in thumbnails, folks. <laughs> it says best of 2020 whatever <laughs> or or this movie in 2020 something whatever it's there's going to be a couple f-ups uh, i warn you in advance <laughs> we've uh as we're waiting for people to come in it, it's been crazy i saw that uh lewis is like uh nutting us about being on time um so the reason it always shifted from 8 to 8 15 was because my daughter has her dance class well john uh with these new restrictions for the next at least three weeks dance classes uh, she's there tonight because because it doesn't go into effect until yeah, Wednesday. Um, but Wednesday. after that, yeah, uh, after that, it, it's uh, you know what? Instead of doing virtual, they're just shutting the whole thing down um, because virtual yeah, dance no. class is very difficult to do. So no, it's 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 a hard burden on these places that have to shut down, um, and not not only just you know the government type stuff like schools and things like that, but businesses and stuff that have to shut down and try to provide something. Uh, I can't imagine what it's like for you know private schools that. Um, you're you're charging people a fee to be in your mm -hmm. your whatever school, and then people aren't getting to school. So now you've got to set up an online program. But you know, uh, I guess we're gonna <laughs> guess we're gonna persevere, and hopefully it won't be too long. And hopefully it's for the betterment of everybody. We'll see how that goes. Uh, shout outs to the the the, the movie theaters. I, I I don't know if you saw Rob the Cineplex posted uh, something that they're yeah uh, refunding everybody's tickets if you bought <clears throat> anything after January fifth. So. If you want to run out and see, what can you see now, Rob? Spider-Man and Matrix. Go back to see Spider-Man and go back to see go, the Matrix. You can go for the next day or two, and then that's Still it. can't eat. <laughs> Still can't eat. Um, and, you know, it's it's bizarre, man. These rules, I don't understand half of them. You know, I don't get it, but whatever. It is what it is. I mean, I'm just happy, though, for you guys that you'll still be able to be uh, open and operating. Yeah, as, as far as um, at a I bit know, of reduced capacity, yeah, maybe we but... are reduced to fifty percent capacity again, which uh, we're pretty used to right now. And if anyone thought we were running at hundred percent capacity, wow, they were sorely uh, mistaken. But we're here to take you away from all this <laughs> That's uh, right. daily nonsense and have some fun. So thank you, everybody. Happy New Year to people. If you guys are tuning in late, uh, I saw Lewis is in there now. Um, oh wait, yeah, I, Rob... I haven't even seen you since before Christmas. Mm -hmm. I want to say just off the top, uh, I, I know he's not on here yet, So, but a big shout out to Gord for uh, stepping in last week. 
Um, uh, as John, I had said, and John Rift, much like Dante from Clerks, I wasn't supposed to be here. Uh, and I didn't actually know we were doing a show on Monday. Um, but apparently the people demanded it. It's, it it's not really your fault. We kind of left in the air. We're like, yeah, maybe we'll do show. Maybe we won't. And I, and I was like, kind of, I was like, yeah, we probably will though. And then I was just like, okay, I just ran under the assumption that maybe we're doing a show. And then I didn't hear from him and I didn't want to bother you. So I'm pretty sure if I if I decided to call you, you would have been like, oh, let, let me uh, wrap up whenever I'm doing here. Uh, but yeah, let me you, sober you were, up. <laughs> you, you were supposed to be out of town on vacay. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't happen. If you guys follow the show on the regular basis, uh, Rob yeah. was supposed to be on a boat or something, reading, yeah. relaxing, uh, watching his downloaded copy of uh, James Bond 007 no Never Dies to Today. No, uh, yeah. but <laughs> so can I just tell you, though, yeah. uh, anecdotally, John, so, you know, once we decided like literally uh, eight days before the cruise was set to set sail that we were no longer going, there were seven to be 17 of us, you know, you kind of like start seeing all these news stories about, you know, cruise ship after cruise ship after cruise ship having, uh, uh, you know, outbreaks on board and things happening. And then you start being like, wow, maybe we dodged a bullet. Even you, I think I'd messaged me at one point being like, looks like you guys made the right call. Um, however, the boat we were going to be going on, uh, there was no outbreaks on that boat. Everything went as normal and planned, and everything seems to have worked out well. Uh, although the flights did get canceled because of WestJet. Maybe it was uh, they amalgamated them to another air. I don't have no idea, but I do know the flight that was originally supposed to return last night was canceled. So all that to say is that it, you know when we were sitting here watching, and that boat is set in sail, and I kept getting notifications on my phone, on the app, like the... World Caribbean app kept saying, here? Yeah, it kept, it kept saying, Hey, good morning. You've got a great day planned in Honduras. And I was like, No, no, I don't. All right. I'm sitting at home. Where no, I don't, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell us, tell us, how much did you enjoy ziplining? I didn't. I didn't enjoy it at all because I didn't do it. So. Um, so for that's, those that's who an oversight did... from whoever set up those automated messages, which would have been pretty cool <laughs> when you're there. But given yeah. the current situation, someone probably yeah. should have hit the little uh slider switch on that and said, Uh, we're not going to send those yeah. out this particular trip, <laughs> yeah. So, at any rate, listen, who you know, in the small, small off chance that any of the individuals on that boat happen to be listening to this, uh, later down the road, I'm hoping you had a good time. It seemed like it was a lot of fun. The messages I was getting uh, <laughs> from the boat seemed like it was a lot of fun, but. <laughs> At any rate, the, that's the, the boat possibly didn't go anywhere and everything just was automated. No, no, we were watching it. Um, so anyways, but the whole point was that Gord stepped up last week and I saw the show afterwards um, because like, on my Facebook page, it said, hey, you missed the live show. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so much like the boat saying, hey, you missed your zip lining in Honduras. I got a, hey, you missed a uh, psychic show. So. Uh, I ended up watching and you guys did a great job doing a rundown of all the stuff that you guys had kind of watched throughout the course of 2021. Um, or that I didn't watch. <laughs> right. It was actually, it was, it wasn't that bad. It was like a, you know, it was kind of watching like a fast and furious race between Vin Diesel and like some schmuck. And then all of a sudden uh, you're not, you're the schmuck. Uh, Gordon <laughs> took off. Yes. No, and went, don't, you know. don't you dare call Gordon smuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so no, he, he did a great job, and um, he was also able to dodge a few of the burritos uh, being thrown at him from his uh, lovely partner Sarah. So, uh, so yeah, big thanks to to Gord for that. Sorry, I thought I had a hole in my sweater; it was starting to bug me, but I don't. And you had to check it now. I did. <laughs> 
<laughs> I told you, man. I, I, better, I better check this hole in my sweater right now because. But it's I'm not a hole. It's just a, a stitching. A it's brand good. new Gap sweater. Um, Dude, while, this is like a. We're this on is like this is, it's got like a liner on the inside, man. It's fuzzy. It's just like warm. It's one of my favorite sweaters, man. It's so warm. <laughs> anyways, you're not here for my my uh, fashion stuff. So, John, anyways, I hope you had a good holiday. I hope are. you and the maybe you are. Maybe you. I hope you, the, uh, your wife and kids had a great holiday and a good New Year's. Uh, did you get anything cool on on Christmas? Did you do Boxing Day shopping? What did you? Any? Let's talk about the swag um, you got, John. Come yeah. on. Boxing Day was kind of dry. I don't know if anyone yeah. went to check out. Basically, all the deals happened during, I guess, what is it, Black Friday? Um, uh, yeah. And then they, and then they take everything down right after Black Friday is done, and then they proceed to tell you things are on sale, but they're not on sale <laughs> yeah. for Boxing Week. So it's pretty crazy. I picked up a couple uh, video games. Nintendo. Uh, my girl's got a, a Switch for nice. uh, for Christmas. We picked up a game called, uh, if, if you have a Switch or anyone has a Switch yep. and you're looking for a fun game to play with the kids, uh, we we picked up a game called Moving Out, I think it's called. Um, <laughs> so you're you basic- them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's like a silly game where you're a moving team and you go into houses and you and you pick up stuff and you pack it in the truck. So you got to fit in the truck and some things require two people and then there's all these hazards and stuff like that. And my daughter like loves it. And even my buddy Pat came over and we were playing it and having a blast with this game that was only like maybe six bucks. So pretty sweet to discover these kind of silly, uh, fun games. Um, and then, and then my, my wife got me a, a watch. I'm not, of course I'm not wearing it right now, but that, but that was pretty much it. We kept uh, Christmas pretty low key. Uh, how about you, Rob? Any cool, cool bits and bites? Well, no, uh, I, because we hadn't really planned for anything. So a uh, big shout out to my wife who decided to jump on, uh we made we made a list really quickly and she went out and grabbed stuff we ordered online she was picking it up from the different stores for our kids uh so they had a good christmas uh yeah i had a good christmas listen i got a pair of alexa uh, the uh amazon echo uh earbuds that i can mm. use at the gym which is now closed now for the next 30 days um <laughs> you can use it on your walks though you can walk outside yeah i do i when i was shoveling snow the other day i was i was wearing them so actually they're really cool um and then uh, a book, the new Chris, Chris Hadfield book, uh, The Apollo Murders. I, I got that. Ooh. The kids got me um, uh, a couple other things, like some clothes and and um, trying to think what else. Uh, yeah, just stuff I got. And then I'm I love clothes now, eh? When you were a yeah. kid, you were like, what the F hell is these this? Clothes. Yeah. Nowadays, you're like, yo, I could use a bunch of nice warm socks. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then. Um, and then I, uh, on Boxing Day, I picked myself up a new receiver for my surround sound in the basement. I decided to uh, to maybe get rid of the the current one that I had that I had for 13 years, John. So I upgraded my receiver for some intense hey, surround that, sound. That's a so hell of a run. A decade in yeah. a bit. Yeah. So I'm really happy with it. Yeah. So we did that. And then, um, oh, I picked up Far Cry 6. It was on sale. Uh, so hmm. I picked that up. Actually, the receiver was a part gift from my family. That my the kids got me a nice, uh, nice gift card from uh, Best Buy. So, but I picked up Far Cry Six. So I've been playing that a lot in the last few days. So that's been a, a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah. I I don't think I've ever had a proper surround sound system. I've had like some some of the satellite speakers, but I feel like it's never been set up properly. I've always had the sound system. Whereas you know when the center speaker is too low and you watch a movie and you're like, yeah. I can't I can't hear anyone talk. All I hear is cars smashing into each other. And then I would end up just like cranking up that center speaker. So I don't think I've ever had a proper surround sound setup, and I don't think I'll be able to get one kind of in my current house setup. So I just I usually go with headphones. So well, um, I'm really happy because cool. my new receiver I can actually turn up the center speaker directly. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you're right, 
you're hearing everything. It's not a center speaker. It might not always be super clear. I can click it up a little bit. Yeah, um, I used to find that was a huge problem. I think it was just my setup. It just wasn't done properly. I would pop in my laser disc and I'd be like watching Bad Boys or whatever. And I'm like, I can't, I can't hear the voice. It's weird. So, anyways, shout outs to you guys who who can uh, tune up your uh, surround sound and stuff like that. Oh, Fraser says yeah. I'm setting off his his echo. <clears throat> Alexa, what time is it? <laughs> um, Steve said he was going to get a soundbar. Now I was about to get a soundbar, uh, and I went and I purchased it like on Christmas Day on on the Boxing Day website, on Best Buy's Boxing Day deals. And the last minute, right, it was in my cart. I stopped myself and I was like, "Why would I buy a soundbar for my basement when I already have a setup? All I have to do is you already wired all the speakers receiver. in, right? Yeah, I just need a new receiver. So. I, okay, I so are your that. wires hidden or, or are they yeah. just on the floor? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> no, no, no. Uh, they're all, they're all hidden. They're all uh, strung through the, the, the ceiling and everything else. So yeah, it's all. I used to snake it on the floor around the, like the couch and you'd always have to put your couch in like an L shape. Yeah. Go all the way around to the back. But I never did the kind of like hey. put it in the wall thing. <laughs> this is really funny. So Lewis, uh, so Frazier just apparently <laughs> his, his Alexa just went off. And funny enough, um, my son messaged me because he's watching and he goes, hey, my Alexa just went off. So that's <laughs> so awesome. you do a good generic activate your Alexa. That's right. I'm pretty sure I'm saying it and it is not being activated. No, um, if it is Alexa played Kanye West uh, moon. Um, have some fun with that, folks. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're not here for this. We got a, a, a fair amount of stuff to talk about tonight. Uh, John's got some stuff I can see in our preview screen here, uh, the, you know, behind the, the curtain. He's got some stuff to show you. I, there's not much in the way of news, but I do have one breaking news item uh, that we're going to go over. And then, um, you know, I figured what the hell I'm going to put together. Our, I put together a very brief list of things that I've seen in 2021. I'm going to run through them with you. Uh, John's going to try to. Uh, I was to, I to was too lazy. So I'm just going to judge Rob's list. Um, yeah, because partially too. Mostly because my lists are would be so silly because I I'm so foolish. I only remember like the last things we watched. So my entire <laughs> yes. list would be everything that came out this month. Is that <laughs> does that mean that that was the best stuff that came out? Maybe no. It's or all that you just remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got like memory of a goldfish. Uh, well, that was the fish. thing about watching last week's <laughs> show is that like somebody brought up gunpowder milkshake. And I was like, holy shit! I forgot we saw that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, All right. So let me let me show you something, Rob. I got yeah. one new figure to show you, and I'm going to show you a couple of in stock things just because I still have some decent stock left over from Christmas. Okay. If I could talk, I nope. choked on a piece of ice there. There um, you go. But let's let's go. We're talking sideshow collectibles. We're talking hot toys um, because it is typically stuff that is to do with this show or any of the content we produce. Um, so I'm going to show you some fun stuff, and you guys uh, let me know what you think of it. So the item, the new item that I've got on deck is this one here. Um, if you guys saw Eternals this year, it did feature Angelina Jolie as this character. I completely forgot who the character is now. Cersei. Um, Cer no, it's not. Yeah. It's totally not. Is it Cersei? Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure Cersei was the was the other character the, in the green with the earth. Gemma Chan's character. No? I, I could oh, be completely wrong. Maybe it it might right. be on here. Thea. Thena. There you go. Thena. Oh, So Thena. this was their, their Wonder Woman character. Oh, yeah, um right. How are you feeling on this likeness to Angelina Jolie? Let me. Yeah, I think it looks really good. I think, uh, sorry, this is Hot Toys, right? Yeah, um, Hot Toys, one six scale. Yeah. Uh, basically a doll, <laughs> if yeah. you call it. But yeah, it looks, um, it looks pretty good. I like it. Yeah, I think it looks really good. Um, yeah, I'm... They, they might... 
some images from like younger, maybe a little bit younger Angelina Jolie or uh... yeah, maybe I, I, you know, I think I'm pretty happy with this, the face sculpt. Here's my question though, John, is that hot toys and like, I, they're just mass producing, sorry, I shouldn't say they're mass because these are limited editions, right? But they are producing figures for every Marvel property that's coming out. And some yeah. of these properties are not hitting as hard as other ones. I'm fairly certain mm -hmm. that when they do the No Way Home figures, uh, that they'll probably be unveiling in the second half of next year. People are going to go nuts for them. I don't yeah. know how many people are going to be wanting Eternals figures. I think it'd be a low amount. So is yeah. Sideshow, you know, with Hot Toys shooting themselves in the foot? Like, look at what they did with all of the Disney nah, Plus this, shows. This, with this, this, is what, this is what they do. This is what people want. Um, they did it for all the Iron Mans. They've done for almost all the uh, Avengers uh, movies. So if you bought all your figures from Avengers Infinity War, you then had to upgrade to your Endgame figures. Um, and they're doing it for all the TV properties now. So they, they definitely have this on lock. Uh, I think they must it must have a pretty good market. And this is this is the perfect figure to start with. So if, if, if you ever wanted an Angelina Jolie figure um, and you didn't want to own a Tomb Raider, or uh, I don't think they ever made a wanted figure. Um, this is this is probably your go-to, uh, and and I think it would look pretty good on your shelf if you were just a fan of hers. This will retail for about two hundred and seventy USD. I was too lazy to do the conversion, folks. So if you are interested in something like this, hit me up. Uh, we can arrange all the details. Uh, it is expected to come out January, March, twenty twenty-three. Um, I see people in crazy. the comments are saying they're waiting for this movie to hit Disney Plus. Uh, that's yeah. not long. Uh, April, sorry, uh, January 12th, Eternals hits Disney Plus. It's a Wednesday. Uh, interesting yeah. that they're dropping on the Wednesday, but there you go. Yeah, I guess they're maybe they're trying to, uh, maybe Wednesday is their drop day, I guess. Yeah. I think that is it. Yeah, that is their drop day. So I guess maybe they don't have an episode of Boba Fett coming out or something like that. They probably do. Um, but anyways, yeah, check that out. I, I think, I guess a lot of you guys haven't seen it. So I uh, look forward to seeing this character. I still thought she was pretty cool in the movie, no matter what you think about the movie. Uh, and now I'm going to show you some things that are actually in stock right now. Um, in the store if you're if you wanted to get them um so we've got the batman uh oh, dc boy. direct todd Carlin statue the version 2.0 we have this in stock right now it's a one-tenth scale uh very nice statue uh yeah. based off of this classic cover uh by todd mcfarland here and this is a this is a very stylistic piece right rob you could have this if you don't own anything else if you just had this batman on your shelf it would definitely fit in Oh yeah, 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 I love this piece. I've been clamoring for this piece for the last couple of years. This was um, this was to commemorate uh, the black and white um, number one hundred that they had done, right? So I think it's still it's still listed as number one hundred uh, on their on their uh, their listing numbers. But yeah, it's a gorgeous. It's just gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. This this was the statue we feared was going to get. Uh destroyed or, or unreleased uh, they kind of disappeared a whole debacle of dc direct kind of closing its doors um, yeah. and the dc uh, distribution shakeup. but we finally got them so we do have a bunch of them in stock at this shop um i'll probably try and take some live pictures of it um this week because we actually haven't opened one up for display so we thought they were going to all be gone for christmas but we've got a couple left so come check those out they're really cool um they're available right now for 149.99 also available on our website so if you want to check that out a uh, very cool piece. Um, and the next one is the Jim Lee one. So this yeah. is the Jim Lee black and white statue version three. Uh, I forgot how many Jim Lee's, how many Batman statues are based off of Jim Lee's art, but this is one three. of the really cool ones. At least. That's, no, that's I, his third. Well, other, yeah, but in the black and white line, but they've done other ones based on oh, such yeah, yeah, years yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So Jim Lee is definitely a go-to. Um, it is loosely based off of uh, 
Batman issue 6119. Maybe this picture, I don't know, this is the closest picture I could find to him in that pose, but maybe they didn't want to go as crazy with the cape because that would break in a second if you start shipping that in <laughs> yeah. a 3D uh, statue form. So these are available right now uh, for 100 bucks. Yeah, 100 bucks. Nice. we have these in store. Scoop them up now. Like, look, the, the quality is just really good for what, what, you're, what you're paying for it. Um, and it's a nice piece if you're just starting uh, collecting statues or if you're looking for another a nice piece that will still fit on your shelf. Um, if you're decorating your shelves with your, your fancy books, I'm very jealous of you book readers putting stuff on on the shelves and then you can have a batman statue in the mix somewhere there well um, these so are these really are great cool. sizes that they can go around your television like depending on like mm -hmm. how your your basement your cave's going whether it's a man cave girl cave however you're whatever you're defining it these things go great around your your shelves of your on your television uh, however you have your stuff you can easily put these on floating shelves because they're not too heavy um don't mm -hmm. be careful you don't want to drop them because it, it is uh, they are fragile, but yeah, I, I love you. you listen, people are working from home now. A lot of people have maybe converted it, you know, home offices now. These are great on your desk or around you, like you said. So I love my black, my Batman black and whites that I have. I definitely have to be picking up these other ones. So yeah, yeah, yeah. One of one of the few statues that I actually got to keep and, and take home is is the the Edward Rizzo uh, Batman from uh, Oh, nice. I which uh, which story arc that was? But it's a very kind of gritty street looking Batman. So I like that one. And then this is the uh, three zero Optimus Prime Deluxe uh, Siege version. We do have these in stock. Fully posable. He does not transform, but he does look hella cool. So multiple weapons. Uh, I've got this is an actual live picture here. So this is a picture I took at the Sweet. store with this figure. It's on display right now. If you want to check it out, he's a really cool piece. Um, and I believe he might have an LED feature. I think the head might light up, um, but he's pretty cool. And he's, he's about $250, very big. Um, if you want to see more pictures of them, hit me up, let me know. Um, and that, that is the stuff that's in stock right now that I wanted to show off. If you're not following us on Facebook or Instagram, we did post the new comic book releases coming in this week. Uh, every Monday we post it up, uh, we, and we do up a little fun graphic with that. So you can always let us know what you need from that list and, and, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so on to Rob, who's got, uh, one <clears throat> bit of breaking news. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, Hey, listen, welcome everybody. Uh, joining us live on the Heroes World Sidekick Show catches every Monday at eight ish, um, eight to eight fifteen. We'll just call have it eight o'clock for the next. Sorry. Yeah, we'll call it eight o'clock for the next month. Uh, thanks to the new uh, restrictions. Um, if you haven't, if it's your first time here, hey, welcome. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Do us a favor, hit the subscribe button, hit the 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 like button, and the notification because when you know certain trailers drop, we like to try to do a trailer reaction as well. Uh, you'll get notification of all the other shows on the channel, such as the Heroes World podcast. Uh, this week, we did a review of uh, the Book of Boba Fett, Episode 1. Uh, Andre joined us uh, with myself, John, and Stu. And then we also stuck around in a second episode of The Matrix Resurrections. Um, so you definitely want to tune in to that. And then on Friday, a uh, uh, friend of the sh uh, of the store and show, Jesse, teams up with Andre for TGIF, and they go over a whole bunch of stuff of what they're reading throughout the week and maybe uh, watching as well. And it's definitely something to, 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 to check out. So definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel. Let us know and, and you know share it with your friends. Comment. Let us know what you're thinking. Um, whether you agree, disagree, eh, you know, it's fine. We can all take it. Um, and yeah, so I just want to say thanks everybody for, for showing up. And again, if you haven't been here, uh, since this, uh, I saw Gordon, Sarah, Hey, what's up? Happy New Year to everybody there. 
Um, so as John said, I didn't really have much in the way of news. Usually this is a point of the show where I have some news, uh, breaking news or some type of news to go over, but it's been really quiet, John, since the beginning of the new year. This, there was a rumbling um, yesterday about some plot points of the upcoming Flash movie that have leaked out and have got the DC fans in an uproar. I'm not going to get into that right now. It actually made TMZ. So I don't know. Take that Ooh. for what you will as a barometer. Did, did, did. Is it? Did, did, did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, is, is, it, is it, was it just like a slow news day or is it actually legit? But you you can, you know, if you want to talk about it in the chat, maybe we'll comment on it. Otherwise, we're going we're gonna to leave that for now. Um, but I did want to say, John, that breaking news about 45 minutes ago, uh, this came across my desk, across the wire, John, the wire, like it does in the news room, John. <laughs> and went, did, 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 and I pulled it off the teletype. Oh, I should get and, a graphic. I'll get a graphic next time. <laughs> uh, seven times a charm, John, is seven times a charm because Morbius is once again on the move, my friend. He is moving. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he is moving from the uh, January 28th date to april the 1st and this is not me being <laughs> I'm not laying, no i am not laying the groundwork for for a new joke uh an april fool's joke this is not a long grift on my part this is legit moving to april the 1st sony has delayed mobius morbius uh for the seventh <laughs> time um oh john <laughs> <laughs> that is tragic um they, they I, I i think i stated this before that they missed their shot to slide it in there. I think there was a there was kind of a gap where not a ton of stuff was coming out. They should have got it out there. So and then and then it should be on digital like by now. People should be in, enjoying it hopefully <laughs> on digital now <laughs> yeah. and maybe you'd be able to Make sell sure some other merchandise <laughs> or maybe you would be able to release some other uh things based off it if it actually is as good as um they they they're toting it to be. Maybe we would be seeing some other projects come to fruition and stuff like that. But yeah, that's that's crazy, yeah. <laughs> this is this is. Of course, like, maybe uh, gonna fix the plot and post. I don't know. It's gonna, <laughs> I don't it's think be, so. Have a hell of a. To- it was supposed to roll out in like you know. Well, originally it was January. Well, no, saw originally, but two moves ago it was January twenty first. Then went to the twenty eighth. Um, listen, it's done. Obviously, it's in the can, ready to go. Uh, this is going to be Sony's version of New Mutants, John. I'm really looking forward to us watching this and doing a review because <sighs> now you have to. Like it's just so laughable that now you. I hope it's good. I hope it's good. I want to see my boy Tyrese shine. Um, He's finally getting in a major superhero movie, Um, getting his foot in the door. (laughs) You know what? Listen, I I I don't know if I would have gone. I might have gone to the theater to see it. Mm -hmm. Um, at the end of this month, I don't. I don't know if I will go in January. Who are in in April now? Who the hell knows? Um. The trailer looks interesting. Like, it's enough that I would probably, like... Listen, I went and saw Venom 2, John, <laughs> in the theater. So I would probably give Morbius a shot. I will say, though, there's that one clip in the trailer where he he rages out and he says, I am Venom. And that just dry. And he goes, I'm just kidding. That I, I actually, like, it cringe every time. Like, maybe they thought it was, like, a really funny little Easter egg to put in there, but it actually drives me absolutely batty. So... <laughs> All right. Now, well, will you good, go? Good. Will you go to the theater to see it? Um, if if it was if it was available, yeah, I think I probably would have went to see it. I would have definitely uh, been picky about my time to try and avoid the the crowd because uh, Spider Man was getting a little dicey. Uh, so it is a shame that the theaters didn't even get a chance to dial it back before getting completely shut down. Um, so we'll we'll see. I I, I want to see it. <laughs> I did want to see it. 
That last trailer, I, I don't think I watched it when you guys watched it and they played it during did they play it during No Way Home? I think they did. Yep. Right? Yeah. So um I, I did think it looked interesting. Yeah. Well but, but yeah, but New Mutants was a pile of trash, so <laughs> <laughs> uh you know what listen man i'm just surprised that they didn't just drop this on streaming it's becoming a joke in and of its into of itself but whatever we'll see what happens um if if it's good if it's really legit good then yeah i guess we might be eating our own words but if it's kind of mediocre and they didn't choose to put it out on streaming to let some to chill out some of this hype or something for it but yeah that's that's kind of I, well, listen, I'm, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, Sarah actually says, no theater for me until you can eat and drink. I completely agree <laughs> with Sarah. I, here, I actually had this conversation. So I had a, a friend of mine, he, his wife, and his two kids. They're the same age as mine. Well, maybe it's sort of about 14 and, and, and 12. They went to see No Way Home at 10.50 at night. He sent me a text at like 2.30. He goes, we just got home. And I was like, I, so I talked to him the next day. I'm like, what? Are you crazy going that late? And he's like, it was, you know, it, we didn't have to see anybody. There was like seven other people in the theater. It was empty. I'm like, obviously. I was like, but I don't know if I could do that, John. I don't know if I could sit through a, the- a movie and not be able to, to eat or drink. Just, the fact that I wouldn't be allowed to would make me like super thirsty. Like I'd be sitting there with a mask on. <laughs> I'd be like, when someone tells you you can't do something you just want to do that thing yes right? I, I i yeah and i and then i can't i can't i need it i um i'd be like parched i'd be like my lips are dry i'd be like give me an ice cube i'd be like oh no i wouldn't be able to handle it so knowing that i can't uh is is yeah it's a problem i have a problem so just like sarah i will not return to the theater to see a movie until i'm allowed to just stuff my face full of popcorn <laughs> I, I will say seeing Spider-Man without having the popcorn experience was not quite as good. And, you know, not being able to support um, our the, the team at Cineplex. You know, we know a lot of people that, that work there or have worked there. Um, not being able to, you know, buy it by the concession. Sure, you can you can say what you want about pricing and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, there's a lot of staff on hand and things like that. A lot of gears that have to turn for the theater and stuff like that. So even even that having to just walk past there um, and, and go on our way. But, yeah, we'll see. Fingers crossed, we'll we'll be back at it at a at a safe safe time to do so. Um, any, anything else you got, Rob? No, man, that's all I got. All right, see you later. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I have one more thing. Ready? Mm-hmm. Alexa, wait, <clears throat> Alexa, play Tool sober. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Um, so while you all listen to Tool, um, we're oh, gonna get boy. into. Um, Rob's top five list for the year. Uh, again, I didn't, I didn't do mine because uh, laziness slash everything would have been new stuff. Um, sneak peek would have been, it would have been Spider-Man on the list. It would have been Cobra Kai on the list. It would have been Hawkeye. <laughs> it would have been uh, a pretty funny list. Matrix probably would have snuck on there. Like literally all the stuff that just came out. So that's, that's how short term my memory is. Or, or maybe it, it actually was all the good stuff where, came out at the end of the year. We're going to see when we hear about Rob's list and see if the stuff that would have been my on mine is on there or if I just completely forgot about the stuff that he's going to mention here. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so everyone, everyone's, everyone's working on it. <laughs> um, uh, Scott, Scott would have been a little more cruel. He said he would have played Nickelback. But <laughs> oh, oh, well, 
Um, maybe I should request a hero from the Spider-Man One soundtrack. Um, <laughs> that, that's enjoying a decent, uh, extended life on TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. I, I see a lot of people using that song. For really? Videos. Yeah, yeah. Because they'd be like, and then the, the hero, and then they do like some silly joke. It's like, oh, the hero uh, of this is whatever. But anyways, um, yeah. So what do you want to do? What? Well, here. So I got a list. I last week again a big shout out to Gord for coming in last week while I was I was on vacation uh and and you guys went through some of the movies that you had watched or the tv shows that had come out in 2021 whether you had watched or not and obviously as i said at the beginning of the show john uh gord uh, he was lapping you in things that he had watched but i also (laughs) think that gord seems to watch like everything i think he's very much like Stu. like gord would just if i think if somebody threw shit onto a wall and and he would it, it, you know you would watch it an, an hour and a half think, watching it drop down gord would be like the thing is, this is entertaining gord likes gord <laughs> likes to ride a, a jillion miles on his bike that's so since true, he yes. can't do that outside um anymore safely um which is kind of nice that I, I, we don't have to worry about him on the streets and then people driving like idiots um right. he can watch it while uh, riding his bike, so I feel like that's something uh, a lot of us might have to get on in, in the new year to be able to, to, to do something while you're consuming uh, all this wonderful content. Um, yeah, so, yeah, go. Cool. <laughs> um, but I decided to put a list of stuff that I watched in 2021 that uh, stuff that came out in 2021. So I'm going to go through the TV shows first, and I only did five, uh, a top five. <laughs> I, I put myself same with the movies, even though I watched a hell of a lot more movies. My criteria was 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 this for both shows and movies was that things that are, are well okay sorry for TV shows it was nothing that had uh, was a, a second season so listen I I watched the morning show season two I loved it I watched Succession season three I'm halfway I was gonna say yeah Succession's on your list yeah, or I'm not. halfway through Yellowstone I, you know so I would put all those up there but I wanted to only do uh, either if they were limited series or limited episodes or the first season of a series. So I really wanted to focus on those and, and shows that were like, that I would tell people, you got to watch this. If you remember last year, Don, for me, 2020 was huge for dark. And I know that I've mentioned a number of times. I know Scott ended up watching it as well. Uh, So I was trying to find a show that was for me, I'd be recommending to people to watch. So in no particular order, John, here are my, my and I'm going to go based on the the uh, the thumbnails that I see in our behind the uh, stuff. But uh, Squid Games, Squid Games coming out in September, and I got to say, John, like uh, this was a show that took you know the you know the internet by storm. Uh, this was a huge show out of South Korea, um, and we talked about it on the show here. Um, you know, we recommended that people watch it in its native uh, South Korean or, you know, with subtitles. I like doing that. The, the dub was um, pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, the dub was, was pretty rough. I don't rough, know if you tried. I tried. I did. I heard I some did familiar voices. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did watch. I watched it with my sons. We watched it with uh, dubbed English. But this is a show I, I've gone back to a couple of times I, I for different episodes. I really enjoy Squid Games and not just because it was like the you know, the, uh, the show of the, of the fall. Um, but it deserved it. It was, it was, it was gripping and it was entire and I loved every minute of it. So I- I'm not sure if you watched all episodes or not, John, but I, it was a great I got, series. I got a, yeah, I got a couple episodes in. I did, I did like, uh, what I saw. It just, I just didn't have time to, to, to finish it up, but I do like the way they film these shows. Like they really like, um, like it's got a style that you don't see on a regular, tv shows right now i feel and and these these guys th- these actors and actresses 
I thought they were all like really good. It's yeah. it's sometimes hard to tell when you watch things in foreign languages and stuff, but I felt like they were they were really good, even though they were trying they were doing a hell of a lot to sell um the main character as this deadbeat. I think they yeah. should have sped that up a little bit. But other than that, yeah, the show, the show yeah. seemed phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Had a lot of fun with it. And listen, I, I know that I saw that uh, Gordon and and I think it was Sarah. Somebody else said that they watched Alice in Borderlands. I, I haven't seen some of those. I'm I'm only, I'm only still catching up. Listen, I just watched uh, Queen's Gambit last week. That came out like in 2020. I just, yeah. I'm behind in myself. <laughs> Do you know what I just watched last night, John? I, it's been on my crave on my uh, listing. And I was like, I kept passing it. I needed like two and a half hours. Anyways, I watched Prisoners, Denis Villeneuve's first movie um, with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah, you, you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. That yeah was it's from 2013, forever. John. <laughs> it's been on my list. Keep staring at me. So I finally sat down last night and watched it. So listen, I'm playing catch up. but uh, uh, So I take all these recommendations uh, and I'll definitely add Alice in Borderlands to my list. All right. Yeah, next, yeah. I watched John. the first little bit of it. It had, it had a very similar uh, style, like feel, like, like a very... Uh, slick uh feel to it yeah sorry yeah. go ahead no cool all right next what do you got throw it up there johnny yeah all right oh hawkeye listen man this we talked about this by i uh, you myself and Stu. this for mm -hmm. me ended up being my favorite mcu uh disney plus series that was released in 2021 man this was a lot of fun and we reviewed every episode so i don't need to rehash all of my thoughts on it because you can easily go back and listen to all of our reviews but suffice to say this was a show that again was picking up steam by word of mouth because i don't think anybody was really giving a a, a rat's ass about watching a hawkeye tv series when it was announced people were like yeah okay whatever the man for me this is like a dark horse it came out of nowhere even though we knew it was coming but it came out of nowhere in terms of its entertainment value i had no idea mm -hmm. i wasn't expecting how much fun this was going to be so I yeah. loved Hawkeye, and this is something I will definitely go back and rewatch again. Um, and this may be one of those things that you went up. Like I could see myself watching it every holiday season because it is a holiday-based uh, show, right? So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I felt like this was. I, I was I was trying to put together another list of just things I liked from from the year in general, but I kept going to all this new stuff. So I don't know if the new stuff was just better or my my memory is just trash. Um, but Haley Steinfeld. Um, Florence Pew, uh, who just yep. just stole the show. She stole the show in Black Widow, and then she steals the show when she shows up in in Hawkeye. Um, and she is just amazing to watch. Like she, the, the charisma is off the chart uh, for her. So uh, definitely, a hundred percent agree with you. And uh, even uh, Jeremy Renner. Um, I, I always I kind of liked him, but definitely Hawkeye uh, and the new show I'm watching, Mayor of King, uh, Kingstown um is, is cementing him as one of my kind of favorite uh guys to watch well it was interesting because you know jeremy renner is an accomplished actor all right yeah. uh he he does drama great he's been in a lot of great things and i feel that he hasn't gotten i guess you could say a respect as as playing hawkeye because hawkeye it, as a character it, you know when you're up against gods and everything else what what are you a guy with a bow that was the big crutch of of you know uh, of what he said in in Avengers: Age of Ultron and it repeated again in this show, but in this he hasn't really gotten a lot to do right in the past the past movies, but in this show, holy shit, we saw a, a side of Clint Barton that we've never seen in the movies, and and he pulled it off, and I loved it. So uh, a, a new appreciation for his take on that character. All right, um. Uh, all right. Cool uh next is um uh mayor of east town now not to be confused with what john said 
He's talking about the mayor. <laughs> mayor of Kingstown. Of Kingstown. <laughs> this is mayor of Easttown. This was a limited series on HBO. I don't know if they'll do a season two, but I, you know, when I watch this, John, uh, I don't like comparing necessarily all the time, you know, shows, other shows. I hold certain shows up to a high standard, like, but that first season of true detective really kind of blew me away uh, mm -hmm. with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Not that this is on par with, with the first season of true detective, but in terms of what it did, like seeing Kate Winslet in this role and how gripping the story was, it made me feel like I wanted to keep watching it every week, just the same way I had with, with True Detective. So I loved Mayor of Easttown. I don't know if you got does, a chance to see it, it or not. I I, I start I started to fire it up, and then it just it was too in depth because I think you have to really watch what's going on. So I couldn't put yeah. it on while I, while I was working on something. Um, no, so this is it, not it, a background yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It is on my list of of things along with uh, what you mentioned before, Yellow Yellowstone, the Kevin Costner yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, project. Yeah. There, those are both. These are both on my list. Um, it does it have a supernatural element like True Detective, or this is all nope. uh, reality? No, nope. yeah, yeah, no, no, no. And True Detective didn't have a supernatural element, right? It did was it? Just, he was a no. Did you not? Did you see <laughs> season one or no? True Detective. I thought there was a supernatural element, or or is that what people kind of conspiracy theorists try try to? Bring, no, no, no uh, it was more. It. it was a it was like a serial killer who was kind of mm -hmm. making up this to make oh. it look like he was being possessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there was no actual. It, it was not like the Winchester brothers had grown up, and <laughs> I, I've, I've never even seen an episode of Supernatural. Um, so yeah, so Mary Channel, fantastic yeah. fun. If you haven't I've watched heard. it, it's fun. <laughs> um, I just saw somebody said, uh, "Oh, Lewis said he needs to watch Dope Sick." Um, this is a series that's currently on Disney Plus. It just finished. It was airing week to week on Disney Plus. This is uh, definitely on my list. And once I finish uh, the fourth season of Yellowstone, I'm jumping on a Dope Sick. I would have loved to have been able to crush it beforehand, but unfortunately I didn't get a chance. Um, but I heard it's amazing. Okay. Uh, next on the list is something, John, that, uh, you know, it got a huge amount of buzz and a huge amount of love in the summertime. And I think, you know, we were kind of coming out of this third wave uh, collectively of the pandemic and we needed something that to kind of lift us, lift us up a little bit. And I don't think anybody anticipated this show was going to be, you know, uh, to do what it did, but I, I, I put on um, Sweet Tooth uh, next on my list. Oh, I thought it was Why the Last Man. <laughs> no, nope, nope, no, I didn't finish that. It's not I, Why I, Last Man. You missed nope. out. This show definitely took your thunder. Uh, yeah, uh, no, um, but yeah, Sweet Tooth, man, Jeff Lemire's Sweet Tooth. Uh, it was obviously, and I, I think, and I could be wrong. I, I know Andre was on here. I think Andre had, when we had reviewed episode one or two in, in the summer, he had stated that it took a little bit of a turn from the source material. But this was seemed to be a uh, a show that everybody was just, like I said, COVID exhausted, COVID tired, coming out you know, of the third wave, things opening up in the summertime. And this was a pick-me-up show and was a feel-good show. Uh, and I think it, it it filled a lot of the void of of hope and 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 fun that I think maybe we didn't realize we needed at the time. So uh, I really enjoyed Sweet Tooth. I do believe they start filming season two. I want to say now or February, January, February. So uh, I'm excited for season two. But man, if you haven't had an opportunity to check out Sweet Tooth on Netflix, you definitely owe it to yourself. Despite the fact that the kids got horns like a deer out of his head, it is a fantastic show, and I think you would really really enjoy it. 
Yeah, the, the comic was, uh, I feel like it was a bit darker. And, and yeah. the art style was not fair because I think Jeff Lemire drew it himself. Yep. Um, uh, so it didn't quite, it, it has a, a particular look to it, which this show um, kind of made more digestible, I guess, for the, yes. for the, for the populace, I would say. But yeah, I, I yep. think it was, I, I liked what I saw. I never went back and, and uh, finished it. It wasn't really uh, my jam. Uh, but I, I like I did like what I saw and I did like the characters. So one day I have time to go back. It, it, w- it would it would make my list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there we go. <laughs> oh, that's my guy. All right. And last of my TV shows, uh, John. You know, I know that you're not a horror guy whatsoever. I like the horror <laughs> genre. Um, but I also Sons of Anarchy did turn into a horror towards the last season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> Um, but I, you know, this is a show that I'm a big fan of its of creator of Mike Fleiss. Uh, what he did with, um, the haunting of, of Hill house was amazing. I wasn't as big of a fan of a uh, haunting of blind manor because I was expecting another Hill house type, uh, scream fest, but in, it was a bit more of a story driven. And in this show that came out in October, John, this was a show that they kind of gave you a little bit of both, but man, it was so riveting to watch. And, uh, this is one that I was, again, was generating a lot of buzz um, from people who were watching it and were just enraptured. And that's Midnight Mass. And if you haven't had an opportunity to check out Midnight Mass, I I would highly recommend it. And John, even though, again, I know you're not a horror guy, but this is not a traditional horror in the sense of like jump scares and everything else. I think Mm -hmm. that you will really enjoy this television show. Uh, I think the messaging uh, of, of what is scary is is really intriguing uh it's about a small i i really mean a small town that's on this island kind of like a new england island um and uh things kind of start going awry once there uh, a priest uh comes to town to replace their their monsignor who has gone uh off uh, on a uh he was ill and another priest comes in and things start to to unravel so it's definitely a, a show i would i would really highly recommend especially john you as an individual who's not a horror person you could easily watch this yeah i think i got through episode one and i and i and i did like it uh starring my guy who played uh, matt saracen on friday night lights um i forgot what his real name is um but he's he's one of uh the guys i really wanted to see do more and it seems like everybody else got really big off of friday night lights taylor kitchen and uh minka kelly and uh adrian adriana Black, uh, whatever, whoever played Mockingbird in the Shield, I forgot what her name. Uh, a, um, Adriana Pilecki. Pilecki, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh. it seems like everybody else got big off that, off that show. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, uh, biggest star on the planet now. Um, so I, I, I will go back to this one uh, to watch my guy. Uh, I forgot what his name, his real name is. I don't know. Uh, but I'll, but I'll look, yeah. Anyways, uh, Matt Harrison from Friday Night Lights. Uh, Scott <laughs> wants me to do a lost rewatch. Well, if I have to, Scott, then I guess I have to. <laughs> you guys can do it. Go episode by episode. Maybe it's maybe it's that time. There's a lot of rewatch. Whoops, rewatch podcast. Oh, Sorry, Scott. Boy. That's a that's a sneak peek. <laughs> um, Scott's not gonna like that. <laughs> no. no. Um, so yeah, those are my TV shows. Again, I watched a, a hell of a lot more TV shows. Uh, we reviewed a whole bunch of different TV shows, but these mm-hmm. are the ones that stuck out for me that I have consistently been thinking about throughout the course of the year so if you haven't yeah. seen any of these hopefully you do if you've started some of them and haven't gone back i recommend you go back and check them out yeah a, cu- a couple people in the comments mentioned witcher 2 uh which was a hit uh for a lot of the 
other guys. I know, I know you, Rob, weren't a huge fan, and and Stu was kind of okay with it. Rob, uh, Andre loved it. Um, yeah. I thought it was pretty good, and a lot of the people in the chat, I think they mentioned it, did really like that show. So that's good. Shout out to Witcher. Um, yeah. I, I would shout out to uh, Cobra Kai. It just came out though, so I don't even know if we can. It came out literally New Year's Eve. Yeah. Um, and I've I've binged it. Have you binged it already? I have. I have. Yeah. Oh, so we yes. all have watched it. So I guess technically we could include it, but um, it, we'll, it, we'll wouldn't, it wouldn't have made it wouldn't have made my list. It wouldn't have made your list. It, it wouldn't have made my oh. five. If I had to be limited to five. It wouldn't have made my top five. Yeah, yeah. I, my number one is the show that I'm currently watching, which is Mayor of Kingstown. But that's because I'm watching right. it right this minute. Um, but if you're a fan of Sons of Anarchy slash uh, the Shield kind of style um, antics, and I think the 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 writer or producer is the same guy who does Yellowstone, and I think you mentioned some oddball movie the same time I mentioned this, and I think it's the same person on. Are you all talking of about them. Taylor Sheridan? He's the writer. Of- yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That's the guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. yeah, but he's done Sicario and um, From Hell or High Water, uh, Those Who Wish Me Dead. Yeah, yeah tons so of I've, I've got to, so I've got to go back and watch a lot of those things now because I'm really, it's not, I don't think this show is being very highly rated, but for some reason it's just firing huge for me. I'm like watching every episode as it comes out, and then I'm on, you know, Twitter trying to sure. find other people talking about it. Uh, but shout outs to those. So that's uh, rob's top five for tv uh thank you rob for putting that together and taking the time to go through uh your archives of uh netflix history and such and such um do you want to move on to the movies i will got- but let me just reiterate the cobra kai the only reason i mean it's not that it wasn't a, a good show but for me my criteria was that it, it couldn't have been a sequel or a, a, a oh yeah yeah you're another yeah. season right so these were these were all you know single seasons or the first season of those. so for movies I know listen I know that I'm gonna get some nuts uh, on here some twigs on on my movie selection again we watched a whole ton of movies but for me you and Gord had a very interesting conversation last week in in, in Gord said well what makes a, a good movie for you is it the rewatchability I'm paraphrasing or what makes a movie like in your list is it rewatchability and that for me it's twofold it's one can I rewatch this movie over again because I really enjoy it and two or you know and or two is it something that I would highly recommend to people because you know I only saw Primal Fear once with Richard Gere and Edward Norton. It was his first movie. But I told everybody, you got to go check out Primal Fear. You have to go check it out. Once Once you've seen the ending, there's no point in seeing it again. It's much like The Sixth Sense, right? Like, once you've seen the ending, the whole mystery around it is is moot. But but you, it's something you definitely want other people to, to check out and be a part of. So that was my criteria for this. Again, movies that came out in 2021 and things that I would definitely rewatch and have rewatched or that I would recommend for people to check out. So again, I'm going I'm I'm expecting the beatings and that's fine, but first off and I'm <laughs> sorry Scott, <laughs> I got to do it. But but Dune. Uh I know that Scott really despises this and as somebody who despises a lot of the stuff that we review, I appreciate Scotch uh Scott's uh Scotch. Uh Scott's Scotch. irritation Ooh, of me adding this in my list. <laughs> But this is a movie that I saw in the theaters. I wanted to rush back and see it a second time. I didn't get a chance to, but as soon as it came out in digital uh, purchase at the beginning of December, I downloaded it. I've watched it a couple of times. It's coming out um, on the 19th, I think, on on Blu-ray. I, I've I've pre-ordered it to get a physical copy, so I can like I'm all about this this first uh, this first part of Dune. I'm super excited for uh for part two to come out and i i think that this movie took people by surprise i also have to say 
I'm a really big fan of Denny Villeneuve's work. Uh, and I've, I've mentioned it here before. I know I just mentioned prisoners, which is another movie that I it was great, but I would never see it again. But, uh, Sicario arrival, um, even, uh, Blade Runner 2049, like just, they're gorgeous, gorgeous pieces of, of art when you're watching. I think it'll be 2049 before I can manage to see that movie. <laughs> I, <laughs> I keep putting it off. <laughs> I got to get on that, uh, the Blade Runner. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's a great choice. And yeah, like you said, rewatchability, uh, world building especially for this particular movie uh, is insane. And there's a lot of scenes. Like even if you don't want to watch the whole movie again, yeah. you can jump to a couple different scenes and just, and just watch them. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like that would have been on my list if I was going to make the list. Yeah. Um, so a big, even fan though I haven't watched it a second time. Yeah. 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 No. And definitely. And again, it's, I just, it's gorgeous. Like I watched it with my son and he was like, uh, you know, he liked it, but it was the, he really appreciated the, the look of it. Right. So anyways, I'm a big fan. Uh, next on my list is a movie that don't put it up yet. John is a movie that yeah. some people are going to be definitely like <laughs> shaking their heads at me uh, for. And I, I'm, I'm willing and prepared. Let me just tell you something, John. I just rewatched this the other day. <laughs> this movie has massive rewatchability for me, despite its massive runtime of four hours. Yes. Did you, which version did you watch? Color, uh, black and white. No, no, the color version. Mm -hmm. I will contend this though, John. Had they <laughs> had Zach had they trimmed off an hour off of this movie, I think this would have been even uh, more well-regarded than what it was. A lot of people really did enjoy this version of, of, of the movie. You might as well put it up now. I'm talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League. I, I got to tell you, I love this movie, man. Again, I completely acknowledge it has tons of faults. We get almost two or three different introductions for each of the characters. It's too much. It's too bloated. Uh, Snyder should have cut a lot of that stuff out. Uh, he went real heavy on the slow-mo for a lot of the stuff. But at the heart of the movie it is a, a fabulous story where you've, I mean, it's completely, completely different than what Joss Whedon had released. Um, and, and with, uh, you know, you see what they did with Cyborg in this new movie. He is the literal, the heart and soul of the movie. But then you see, you know, Ezra Miller's version of Barry Allen and, and it just, it's completely diametrically different than what we got. Um, and I love this movie. I, this is something I could put on in the background, but I would probably get distracted and want to watch it again. I like the fact it comes in different chapters. And so therefore you, if you just want to watch a certain section or whatever, uh, you can, I don't need the, the Nordic singing. Uh, I don't need any of that stuff, but man, I love this movie and I will rewatch this to the end of time. Yeah, John? I think that's great. You were one of the, like, so you would like release the Snyder cut, um, army or whatever. Definitely. You were on board for this movement. So I, I feel like it should be on your top five list. Cause this was basically Taylor created for you. <laughs> you like fa fans, fans like you. Um, I don't know. I def, I don't think it would have made my top five for sure. Um, but I really did, uh, like the experience of watching it and following all the developments for it. Like it was a, it was a whole thing. So like the year of, I, I was double checking if it came out in 2021 or 2020. I'm like, maybe you're mistaken, Rob. Um, but it, it in fact March. came out this year. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, it's, yeah, I, th I think it's great, especially if you're a, you're a fan and you're into this, um, that particular universe, I guess he knew he wasn't going to get an extended cut. Yeah. So he just had to throw everything in the kitchen sink in there. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it's great that you, that you can find that much rewatching in a four hour movie well listen kind of again, insane. 
it, it, there is, I think there's an absolutely fantastic movie that's in there. It just mm-hmm. needs to be polished down to lose an hour to an hour and a half. If you put mm-hmm. this on par with Spider-Man, like a two and a half hour runtime, there's a solid story there that I think would literally blow people away to think, wow, that's, that's a perfect ending to what he did and a great justice league movie unfortunately he just threw everything at the kitchen sink in there so you have to you have to take the good with the bad but i'm a big fan of um the snyder cut uh next on my list is obviously not gonna be any surprise um but i will say this i saw this movie twice in uh on the opening weekend i checked it out and when i left the first time out of the theater i was right proper <laughs> pissed off i was like I have invested 24 other movies in this catalog of this character and you've gone ahead and done this. I'm not going to do any spoilers. I know it's all out there, but I'll avoid it for those who haven't seen it yet. And then I thought about it some more, like the next morning I woke up and I was really irritated and pissed. I started thinking about the things that I liked about the movie. And then I went and saw it again a, a day or so later with my wife who ended up walking out with the same reactions I did, but loved it the second time. But <laughs> if you just got... walked out in the middle of the movie, <laughs> because like, I got to see... Wrong. Why did you do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I got every, to see every everything. Time. <laughs> I got to see everything that I watched and that I wanted to see out of it, and, I, and it put an amazing closure on it. And I will say, and I've said this before, this is the only... It's no time to die. Uh, this is the final outing from uh, Daniel Craig. It's the only Bond movies in which this one actor, you do need to almost watch all five of them as they tell one overarching story, which is I'm not a fan of. I'm a fan of individual stories in and out, uh, each adventure, like a book. That's it. I hope they go back that way. But that being said, this was a fantastic finish uh, for his run. Uh, I still have, you know, in the back of my mind, I still have, you know, issues with, uh what they did with the character but that all being said it's it's james bond will return as it said in the title cards i'm very excited but man i this is again i saw this movie twice uh i just picked it up right before the holiday uh no um on boxing day i I ordered it and i got it the other day so i'm gonna crack it open and watch it uh this week so i'm very excited to watch no time to die yeah yeah 100 um the Anna de, de, de Arms? Is it Darmus? Darmus or whatever. Play yeah. Pamola or whatever. Yeah. That that scene would have is would have been on my top five like things of all time things of this year. Like the 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 way that she played it, the chemistry she had with Daniel Craig. Um and that particular scene, I would have liked maybe one more scene like that, uh it with Bond and stuff later in the movie that would have really worked for me. But uh yeah, I hear you. That that's another movie that was catered uh directly towards you um and i guess we won't talk too much about it because we don't want in case someone hasn't seen it um there there is lots of stuff going on towards the end of this movie, there is so. but, but they yeah. do have a lot they do hit a lot of the stuff that people do love about bound right like the the, the car chase scenes the action scenes the the aston martin the db like all of that stuff is in there that it looked good gets, it looked really yeah. good on screen um yeah. The, and yeah without getting too deep into it uh we did do a full review so you can check that out on yeah. our uh, videos um, and Rob could probably go on for hours about it. <laughs> I could. I won't. Uh, next on my list is a movie that just came out um, and has, I think, John, has, is already well over the $1 billion mark. Uh, I saw it twice in a, in a two-day span. Um, and, you know, one could say, well, out of all the movies that you've seen, how could this be in your top five? Well, because, man, I again, I saw this movie the first time and I had other things going on. To be honest with you, I was in the middle of trying to figure out if we were canceling our cruise. I was a bit distracted. I got the tickets last minute because I thought, holy shit, they're going to be closing theaters down. 
Um, and I wasn't in the right headspace. And when I saw it, I was like, I'm not sure what to think of this. I saw it two days later and was completely blown away. The audience was reacting the way that I didn't get it in the first time I saw it. And that makes, we've talked about this, John audience in the theater experience can definitely raise your uh, level yeah. of excitement. Yeah. And if, if you go with a buddy who's generally down for whatever, and they're like laughing, you will have a good time. Um, I don't remember if you remember Triple X, uh, whatever the newest one is, Return of Xander Cage. Okay, towards, I never saw end, that one. You never saw that one? Towards yeah. the end, there's a cameo, and it is so silly, but if you're there with a buddy and you're laughing, um, it, it makes the movie. You know, that that, that helps push push it up, uh, push it yeah, up a level. for sure. Uh, yeah, so, of course, Rob is talking about yeah. this guy. Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, honestly, man, this is a, like, this is a fun-ass movie. We've had what spoiler are we free. Keep it spoiler free if someone hasn't. No, no, seen no. It we are reason. at 26, 26 Marvel movies. Um, and, and and this one just like it just took, you know, I I hold um Infinity War and Endgame really high up there because it's so much fun. A movie doesn't always have to be like an Oscar contender to just be just blasting fun. That's why I love Thor. Um uh third one ragnarok it's so much fun it's funny and it's fun this movie was just a hell of a lot of fun with a lot of heart um and and it and it blew me away on on just what it delivered um and admittedly the biggest complaint i've always had about tom holland's version of spider-man not his fault it's how they've written him gets completely uh resolved and gives me hope of a spider-man in the future um so this is definitely on my list. I think it's gonna be a lot of people's uh, best of list of of twenty twenty one. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, no way home. I was gonna talk a little bit about uh, the idea of the legacy sequel. Um, so we got it. This this is basically a legacy sequel. Um, may or may not dig up old uh, Spider Man things. Uh, and then we did watch Matrix, which which you know twenty years later we get a sequel. And then Cobra Kai, which we mentioned earlier. All these kind of things coming back. You might say, hey, why do they keep bringing all these things back? But sometimes we get fire like this and like Cobra Kai and, and stuff like that. So I, I think that's a good thing. Uh, nostalgia is a, uh, is a powerful drug. Yeah, hell um, of a drug. <laughs> we're, we're talking about people going to movies with friends. Uh, Sarah's going, has other ideas of what type of friends to go to the theaters with, but yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> down like Charlie Brown. Um, and last on my list, John is a movie that didn't actually get a, uh, a theatrical release in uh, in Canada. If it was, it was very, very limited. But it was it really kind of premiered on Amazon Prime. This is kind of outside of the wheel. It's a documentary, um, but I put it up here because it's something that I've been thinking a lot about this movie uh, and have recommended it to people. It's Val. Uh, um, it's it's the 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 documentary about Val Kilmer. And the reason I put up here is that, you know, throughout the course of his life, he always had a video camera with him and was literally documenting everything he did from the age of like 15 onwards. And you get to go back and you get to see um, like a young Sean Penn and um, uh, Kevin Bacon when the three of them are on like an off off Broadway uh, rehearsing for something. And they're just teenagers all the way through. And, he has played such an important part in a lot of movies. I mean, I know that one of your favorite Batman movies is Batman Forever. But he, <laughs> was in, he was in, you know, Tombstone, uh, Top Gun. He's been in a whole bunch of different 
of different movies and important roles. Um, and to see though, it all being documented and juxtaposed with his current state, which he's been a, an individual, he's lost his voice due to throat cancer and is essentially having to almost sell his time and his wares and his signature to be able to make ends meet to, to afford a lifestyle for his family. And, um, but him looking back, he has his son narrate. His son sounds incredibly a lot like Val Kilmer, but he's he narrates and he's got thousands and thousands of hours of video of backstage footage of stuff that he shot. So it's definitely it's definitely something that I would highly recommend people to watch. It it, it moved me in a way that I wasn't expecting, and and it's something that I haven't been able to kind of get off my head. Or yeah. get out of my head. I keep thinking about it and keep thinking how great of a movie it was and how lucky we are that this guy was was documenting everything because we got to really see who he was um, uh, outside of what we saw on the screen. Yeah. What what more could you ask for? Is if, if one of your favorite stars um, gets gets kind of a a full blown you know lifetime documentary uh, like this, and hopefully they're not some type of scumbag. Um, so what, what, what Val Kilmer movie did you immediately put on after watching Val? Was it Top Gun? No, I, uh, Tombstone. <laughs> Tombstone? Uh, for, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I, I can watch Tombstone, you know, probably a couple times a year. I, I just like, I just love it. But his, his portrayal of Doc Holliday, who the hell knows if it's real or accurate or not. I mean, he, he did it though. He was, you know, Doc Holliday died of tuberculosis. Um, and uh, you know, Val Kilmer is an ashen face, sweaty mess of a man who's an alcoholic uh, with, you know, uh, practically on the iron lung. Um, and and to but watching his portrayal and seeing him stagger his way through, not, you know, it was just phenomenal. I just, I loved that movie. So, um, yeah. yeah sh- sh- shout out to Frazier mentioned he was the voice of Kit on The Last Night Rider, which was when Knight Rider was a Mustang, I believe. <laughs> um, so that, that, that show was questionable, even me as a car guy. Um, I would throw one. I don't know if you remember this movie. Um, it's called Spartan. I think it's from 2004. Um, and it's directed and written by David uh, Mamet. Uh, David did, Mamet? Like, uh, the, the playwright? David Mamet? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, yeah, American playwright. Yeah. It says play, yeah. yeah, sorry. I'm <laughs> But it's it's like he's like a like a Delta for he was he was he's behind the show uh, the unit uh, I think that, that I was a really big fan of. But yeah, uh, I love that show. Val, Val Kilmer is some type of Delta operative kind of like agent. I think he's like retired or something, and then he has to rescue or or protect Kristen Bell, a young Kristen Bell. Um, so it was a really cool kind of like uh, a movie from back in the day that I think a lot not a lot of people. Oh, yeah, know I about. Never heard of it. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. So, so, that's cool. Yeah, so Sp- yeah, Spartan. Yeah, so listen, man, those are my those are my picks for for 2021. These are the things that I again rewatchability things. There's a lot of great movies that I've seen, um, and there's a lot of shitty ones that I've seen as well. Um, uh, and there's a lot I'd recommend to other ones, but but this is just these are the five that kind of just stuck in my head and just were fun for me. So there we are. Yeah, no, I, th- I think those I think those are good good choices and. Uh, uh, there's a oddball, like a, a curveball at the end there. We all thought you were gonna pick. Uh, I don't know what we thought you were gonna pick. I don't know what else would be on the on the deck. Hey, but um, it, like, it's not to say yeah. that Shang Chi wasn't. Like, I just actually, yeah. I just finished it before jumping on here. I rewatched it today. Um, uh, yeah, so I was I gonna shout out Shang Chi. Um, a lot of people are praising Simu and and, and his team and all the uh, care, uh, pieces of that movie. I did want to shout out Aquafina. 
um, who kind of gets a lot of flack for sometimes playing a playing a, the goofy role. But I, I really like that she plays this offbeat, non-traditional Asian uh, in a lot of her stuff. Um, so shout outs to Nora from Queens if you want to watch something that's really out there. It's on Crave right now. Um, and it's really wacky and it's not what you would think uh, to see from an Asian performer. You might um, you might be quite surprised <laughs> by by what comes from that show. Um, yeah, so yeah, Shang-Chi, I don't know if there was anything else that we should mention. From, well, Suicide uh, Squad, people... I really enjoyed yeah. uh, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Like, I, I have it on Blu-ray. I loved, I thought it was a great movie. Mm. Um, but I don't, I don't know, I, I think, I feel like it got passed over really easily because it, it was a day and day release of in, in theaters and on HBO Max, right? So it was, it was, but it was, it was just a good fun film to watch. <laughs> and then I don't know, you'd have to put these, all these projects that came out this year on a timeline to see what came after it, which will push it out of your brain, right? Yeah. Um, maybe just something kind of like, I, I don't even remember what opened right before we got Spider Man No Way Home. Um, but, who knows if that if, if anyone's going to remember that? <laughs> well, Eternals was just a couple weeks before No Way Home, right? So yeah. uh, that would definitely not be on any of my lists. Um, like I went to the theater a fair amount of times between July, like when they reopened in July, right through till December. Um, but like the first one I think I saw in the theater was Fast Nine. Unfortunately, that being said, John, you're gonna be happy to know. That the jolly old Saint Nick brought my son <laughs> the collected the nine, all nine Fast and Furious movies in a, in a collected box. So, because uh, he's been plowing through the movies like just recently over the uh, winter Again? break. He, yeah, he just, he's been yeah, going. He just rewatched. I think that's the great thing about that Fast and the Furious franchise that you can it it becomes that it it world it world built when you wouldn't have thought there was a world to build from that. Um, so everyone I think can take uh, something from it. Um, back in my youth, I definitely watched the first couple youth. <laughs> back in my day. Yeah, back in, back in the day. Yeah, like probably like the first half of it. Definitely I've watched in the very close to the double digits. But anyways, um, I think that was great. I think Fantastic fantastic Five. Uh, fantastic fantastic Furious. That's at which we should call it now. Fantastic Furious because that's how crazy they're getting. Uh, F9 was a hell of a fun for a return to the theaters. Uh, I would say. <laughs> yeah, it was different. It, now we're getting all kinds of quotes from it. Um, so what quickly, uh, we're gonna wrap up here, folks. But what are you yeah. what are you hyped for coming in, in the new year, Rob? Well, it wasn't say Morbius, John, but that's <laughs> no, no, it's off the it's off the table. Someone just took it and raked it right off the table. There was a pile of stuff, books, you know, work, glasses, um, get, lose, losing that twenty pounds, whatever. And Mo Morbius was on there, and they just went whoosh. That's not on the deck for twenty twenty two. See, I almost said the wrong wrong year. Um, the Batman, Scott shouts out the Batman. I feel like Rob, that should have been the top. That's the top of your list. Yeah, right now uh, off the top of my head, um, yeah. Batman didn't come to mind right away it's the jack reacher show um I know oh, okay we've talked well, yeah about we talked about, yeah tv shows yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we've talked about that the, the jack reacher show definitely is top of my hype list i've actually listened to that audiobook twice i'm reading i'm rereading the physical book which, which is the, blows me away that you're actually have a physical first book. to me yeah yeah i think i think um there's only a few books that i've kind of like actually started to go through inside delta force um because the unit was one of my all-time favorite shows so we'll i'll mention that since we already open that door um and uh neuromancer andre got me a really nice copy of neuromancer which is the birth of cyberpunk 
I believe, in this Jack Reacher, uh, Killing Floor. I think I'm going to go through it. Yeah, I'm and really stoked. We'll be ready in February. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, the Batman, top of your list, right, Rob? Anything else? Yeah, top of my list. I mean, there's a lot that's coming out that's supposed to be coming out. We know that the Flash movie is supposed to be out here in November of 2022. Um, obviously, Doc Strange, Multiverse of Madness is in May. Thor, Love and Thunder, I believe, is supposed to be November. Or did that get moved? I don't remember anymore. See, things have been moved so much. Top Gun 2. <laughs> top Gun 2 I've been waiting for. So I'm really stoked to see that. Um, you know what? There's a Top Gun and there's an Mission Impossible in both Tom Cruise's holsters, ready for him to just go blam blam and and dominate the box office. Um, I thought Black Adam is supposed to be this July, so I'd be interested in that one. Um, but so if I'm in, oh, the new Spider Man across the Spider Verse, um. But I, I, right now, the ones I I think I can actually grasp and I'm looking forward to. John's going to say the top five just for me, like that I know are coming out, or at least or should be is Batman. Uh, I actually want to see the Uncharted movie. I think it looks a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, Doc Strange, Multiverse of Madness, Thor: Love and Thunder, and Black Adam and Flash. Unless maybe that's six, but um... <laughs> you cheated. Yeah. <laughs> You son of a bitch. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I can't, I think I can't think that far ahead. So Batman and Jack Reacher, I think those are the next um, things. Next big things. Uh, the next things tangible in, in, in line, but who knows yeah. what's going to happen with Batman if uh, everything gets closed down. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, well, a lot of people shutting up Black Black Adam, New Shazam. Sometimes we forget there's a New Shazam movie as well. Uh, that's 2023. Um, that's not oh, coming until 20. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah. You, that's too late. early. Yeah. Too early. <laughs> yeah. Next Christmas is supposed to be Aquaman, I believe. Hmm. Um, yeah, Aquaman, yeah, I forgot about Aquaman. Yeah, I did, I did enjoy that first movie, so um, yeah, so at any rate, uh, that's uh, that's what we, we got coming out. Um, oh, my son just messaged me and said, Don't forget, Jurassic World is coming out. That's oh, true, that. that's in this the assist. Um, and but that's coming out in theaters, John. Next week, we are going to be unveiling uh, the one thing that you have been clamoring for for almost a good year, John. It's our we 90s doing action. The bring it on bracket. So bring it on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, no. eight. We're going to throw them into a mixer and we're going to find out which is the all time best. Bring it on. Why, Rob? Because it's already been brought. <laughs> and this is where I say adios. It was nice knowing you guys. Uh, we are doing the 90s action movie bracket. Um, and so we don't have any homework for you right now because I think next week we're going to make some, uh, we're going to probably start the bracket off. Uh, I think the idea is that John and I are going to do the same thing we did with the 80s. Uh, we're going to kind of eliminate the sports type movies like the Rockies and everything else. We're going to eliminate the sci-fi. Maybe we'll do a separate sci-fi bracket for the 90s action. And we might have to limit this to 90 to 95. Right, John? And then go... Other, yeah, otherwise, it gets a little crazy. So I don't know if we can do half a decade or if uh, in doing the recon, maybe we can only do a year at a time. I don't know. I feel like I've seen a lot of these 90s movies, more so than the 80s ones, um, because 80s would be just whatever is uh, on loop on yeah. uh, Channel yeah. 7 City TV or whatever it was yeah. back in the day. <laughs> yeah, so we might have to do like over like a three, like 90 to 93, 94 to 97, 97. I don't know how we're going right? to bracket so it. We'll I, figure I it all We're going to break it down. We're going we'll to talk out. about it next week. So um, maybe start going through your memory banks or, or keep an eye on your Netflix. I saw uh, Lewis sent me a nice picture of Universal Soldier is on Crave. Um, I feel like that's an underrated gem. I did see uh, Bad Boys uh, 1 pop up on my Netflix. 
Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's, uh, is that 92 or later? I feel like that's later. No, that's like 95. 95. I yeah. 95, I want to say it's 95. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah it, it's, it's going to be some real stiff competition. Uh, maybe I'll have to bust out my DVDs because I own a lot of these. T2, I own it. Time Cop, I own it. Um, Toy Soldiers. I don't own Toy Soldiers. Double Impact, I do own that. <laughs> well, oh yeah, no surprise from you. I know. I'm I'm actually <laughs> dreading the Van Damme verse we're going to be having to dive into. I, I I think maybe we'll have to pick some of our favorite stars of that era or legacy stars like Van Damme, Schwarzenegger. We might have to pick representatives Seagal. for each of them. Uh, Seagal. <laughs> Did you see Exit Wounds dropped on Netflix and it's trending number nine? Is it really? I was like, no. Yeah, I was scrolling down. I do that. like So So shout out to Netflix who, who has like a really good... Um, I was going to ask what you think the best streaming service was for this year or whatever, but I think it's too hard. Everything's all over the place. Yep. But I really like Netflix interface. It's the most consistent on different devices you use. Yep. But that trending, that'll definitely get you to watch random shit <laughs> so exit wounds number nine That's trending so on netflix right now with steven seagal <laughs> i don't think it deserves that spot no um, but yeah the underappreciated last action hero maybe we should open this up since we're talking action movies and it's 90s to this very uh potentially underrated underappreciated movie starring Arnold schwarzenegger um and a young rob Gaudet. I, yeah. as, uh... <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it's going to be on our list on our bracket of things to watch we just got to create the bracket first so we're going to be doing that we're going to lay out all the rules we'll have the first part of the bracket uh set up for next week and then next week you'll have your homework of which two movies you want to crush first uh, as we go through the bracket sound good uh, yeah, we'll see if we can narrow it down to a bracket. We might start putting together the list and be like, what the hell? It's yeah, that's true. And but we tune in next week, to, we'll let you know. We just might have to throw up a spinner and just go, we're going to start watching movies and then work on this bracket as we go because <laughs> there's so much. I feel like it's going to be more so than the 80s. Oh, for sure. I feel like the for 80s sure. The 90s was a huge bricks, action decade. Yeah, of, yeah. Uh, of certain stars and stuff like that. So thank you, everybody, as always. Thank Thanks you for, for tuning in. in. Yeah. Um, if you don't follow us, uh, Rob Goddett on the Twitter down there. Got his Twitter <laughs> handle. I got my twitter yep. handle there i'll try and uh, get on there more it's a lot of fun to be able to talk to people um and thank you everybody for tuning in we'll see you next monday tune in to our other content coming up i think the return of uh tgif friday should be here on friday i'm not sure if the pat and chris project is going to be uh up and running this week <laughs> probably not <laughs> but uh get at it so, yeah, demolition yep. man yeah so see we're already starting i, I feel like we go on for another hour with yep. uh and I, I think The Rock, Demolition Man, Eraser, and a speed like a bunch of movies are all chunked in the same, maybe two or three years. I think Rob, I think they're going to yep. be really close. So it's going to be a tight it's, one. It's going to yeah. be silly. Like I feel like we're going to have to pick a, a couple movies from each year yeah. and split it up that way. I don't know. It's going to be nuts. So everybody, start working on your stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, and before we go, I have one more thing to say, John. Yeah, Alexa. Play Hero by Chad Kroger and Josie Scott. <laughs> Is it not a Nickelback song? I did not know that. But anyways, shout outs, folks. Enjoy Hero. It's going to play us out. Um, Nickelback merchandise on the website. Peace. <laughs>